0: Hey everyone, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy place, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself. Hey folks, welcome back. Episode 53 of the Zappagram Podcast, the mother of all music podcasts and newsletters. Don't forget about the newsletter. Are you subscribed? Of course you are, because you're here, and you're cool. I hope you've had a great week. I, uh, I've i had a busy week. Uh, this past week I released my first interview episode with Claire and John of the band Bloom. We discussed their music and what influences them, the state of the music scene in Detroit. They're from Detroit. Uh, as well as a ton of other interesting music-related stuff. They uh, were kind enough to debut their brand-new single, Night Dream, on the, the episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it now. The song is now available on all streaming platforms. So go and look for Bloom. That is B-L-U-H-M, Bloom. And listen to their dreamy, dream-pop I also have a link to stream the new song uh, in the new release section of the newsletter, so you can find a link to go listen to that there. And I was uh, I was honored to be the guest, the first guest, on my friend Buddy Gott's new podcast called Gotta Pop. Uh, we discussed our mutual love for Steely Dan. Buddy's a gracious host, and I highly recommend his show. Uh, he's just getting started, but man, it's going to be a good show, so be sure to check that out too. As always, there's a lot of music news to cover, but there's even more tour news to cover. And uh, I'll be covering that stuff in the podcast today because I couldn't fit it all into this week's newsletter. There's just too much of it. So the the, the, the spillover, the overflow is going to be right here in the podcast that you're listening to right now. How cool is that? Hey, if you are enjoying this podcast and uh, if you subscribe to the newsletter and you're enjoying that, will you do me a favor? Would you please tell your friends about it, your enemies, your flight attendants, your primary care physicians, your next-door neighbors, therapists, yoga instructors, college professors, and anyone else who will listen? And be sure to leave a review on your streaming platform of choice. That, uh, that really helps the show out and gives it a boost, and so hopefully more people will hear about it. So today is Monday, April 17th, but you know what's coming up on April 22nd. This weekend, this coming weekend, next Saturday, it's Record Store Day. Record Store Day that day of the year when the record fairy flies all around the country and delivers vinyl to all the good boys and girls, be sure to go out and support your local independent record store in your area, would you? Buy buy an album or two or twelve. I'll have a link in the newsletter, a link in the show notes for this episode as well, uh, where you can go and check out a complete list of all of the Record Store Day releases for this year. Scroll through, see if any of your favorite artists are on there, and uh, yeah, go and go and snap up some new LPs, or some new 7 Inches, or some new EPs. Just, just go buy some music. Support your local record store, support artists, and uh, it's a good thing all around. Another thing I wanted to mention, I'm always recommending new music, and uh, I would like to ask you guys, if you have any music you would like to recommend to me, music that uh, you think more people should listen to or know about, something that maybe I haven't covered, send me your recommendations. You can email me, hey at chriszappa.com, H-E-Y at chriszappa.com, or you can uh, hit me up on social, uh, whatever, just just send me your, your musical recommendations. Perhaps I will cover those in a future episode. Please and thank you. The godfather of punk, Iggy Pop, is celebrating his 76th birthday this week. And our quote of the week comes from Iggy, who said, uh, I'm not ashamed to dress like a woman because I don't think it's shameful to be a woman. Iggy always pushed boundaries and, you know, buttons and enjoys pissing people off. And I think that's a beautiful thing as well. This week's Rock the Vote poll, I'm asking a very simple yes or no question. Has Zappagram helped you discover new music? You know, I put out a weekly playlist every week with the newsletter and the podcast, and uh, there, there's always new artists on there, a few old favorites as well. But I want to know if I have ever helped you discover new music. Yes or no? And speaking of new music and playlists and uh, and new artists... Uh, The weekly playlist, number 53, is now live on both Spotify and Apple Music. This week we've got music from Bloom, uh, The XX, Bleach Lab, A Girl Called Eddie, Wise Blood, Flock of Dimes, Angel Olsen, Nice Biscuit, Jason Isbell on the 400 Unit, Moxie the Band, and The Dead Milkmen are back. So we've got a great track by The Dead Milkmen called Grandpa's Not Racist, He Just Voted for One. Be sure to check that out. Links for that on Spotify and Apple Music are in the newsletter, or the show notes, as well as links to the master playlists that are available on both Spotify and Apple Music, which contain all of the songs from all of the weeks. You're looking for some new good music. You're looking for some old good music. Be sure to check out that playlist. I think there's something like, I don't know, 600 years worth of music on the playlist as of, at this point. So, so go check that out. And now it's time to dive into this week's music news. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we've got a lot of news, but we've also got a lot of tour news. So we're going to start with the, the, just the news news. We'll get to the tour news a little bit later on. Starting things off, the band Krungbin is releasing five live albums before the end of this year. They recently wrapped up a major tour, and uh, they recorded a ton of live album material during that tour. And so the first up is a release on May 19th, Live at Stubbs, which was recorded at the Austin venue Stubbs and features uh, guest appearances by Kelly Doyle, Ruben Moreno, The Suffers, and Robert Ellis. That's out on May 19th. Future installments of these these live albums, uh, there will be one live from Radio City Music Hall that will be released on June 30th one live at RBC Echo Beach released August 11th and a live at the Fillmore Miami release planned for September 22nd. So if you are a big fan of Krungben like I am, uh, be sure to watch out for those releases. I will certainly be highlighting those in the podcast and newsletter as they happen. Got some news for Rush fans. Rush frontman Geddy Lee reveals the title and release date of his upcoming autobiography the legendary musician's book is called my F in life <laughs> and it will that's a great title and it'll arrive on november 14th so while that release date is a little ways off the book is actually now available for pre-order via amazon be sure to hit that link in the show notes and go reserve your copy if you are a fan of rush but even if you're not you could always become one it's never too late hey here's some news that's interesting to anyone but uh, really relevant only to our friends that are in the UK. Uh, Radiohead's Johnny Greenwood is selling his very own olive oil. That's right. Over the last eight years, Johnny Greenwood has spent his free time When he's not making music with Radiohead or The Smile or any of the other mini projects that he's got going on, he spent his free time at his own farm in Italy where he's been harvesting and pressing olives with family and friends in order to make artisanal olive oil. And he has finally produced enough to uh, sell it online so you can order your own bottle from his band's website for only 60 pounds per liter. And apparently the bottles are signed by him as well. I don't know if that's like, you know, individual signatures or one of those like signature stamp things. The, uh, the label for the oil was designed by Stanley Donwood, who re- designs all of uh, Radiohead's album covers, too. So that's pretty cool. But the, the catch here is that it can only be shipped to UK addresses. So technically, you could buy some if you were in the States, but you would have to have someone in the UK where you could ship it to them and then they'd have to ship it to you. That seems less than ideal, but I bet it would taste good. Is it 60 pounds per liter or roughly $75 U.S. dollars uh, per liter good? I don't know. I probably won't ever know, but maybe you'll find out. The uh, no-longer-together-but-still-releasing-music band Drive-By-Truckers have announced the complete Dirty South reissue. Ask any Drive-By-Truckers fan to name the band's uh, masterpiece album, and you'll probably get a, a bit of a debate, but a lot of fans agree that this was their best work. And so they have announced that they are releasing a, uh, a massive package uh, titled The Complete Dirty South. It's due June 16th. It revisits the 2004 concept album with bonus tracks, remixed songs, and even new vocals on a couple of tracks. So the album originally had 14 tracks. This reissue has 17 as well as a 32-page book of original and new liner notes, track-by-track commentary, and unearthed photos. So if you are a drive-by-trucker's fan, check that out on June 16th. Polarizing rock band Greta Van Fleet will return this summer with a new album called Starcatcher, which was produced by Nashville veteran Dave Cobb. It's out on July 21st. Uh, the first single, Meeting the Master, is out now on streaming services everywhere. I don't know how much you know about this band, Greta Van Fleet. Uh, they're polarizing because they have often been accused of being... A Led Zeppelin cover band? Not necessarily a cover band. They don't cover Led Zeppelin songs. They write their own original songs, but they sound remarkably Led Zeppelin-like, which obviously is not a bad thing. Led Zeppelin was one of the greatest rock bands of all time. But I think in the beginning, they sort of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because they just seemed to so closely mimic Led Zeppelin even sort of down to the way they dressed and their, their their mannerisms and movements and stuff like that when they're performing live on stage. Their debut EP came out back in 2017, I believe. And uh, when I first heard it, I thought, very Led zeppelin sounding new rock band. And, you know, people are complaining that rock is dead. But then they started to get some attention and blow up a little bit, and they were guests on SNL. And I saw their performance on there, and I think even they would admit that it was dreadful it was really really bad and SNL is not the place where you want to bomb on stage you know what i mean and so i thought you know okay no no big deal maybe they're just not a live band maybe they're just they're they're a great studio band but they're not so great live uh they've since gone on to release two Full length albums uh since their debut EP, and now they're getting ready to release this third album, Starcatcher. So I've heard a lot of good buzz around it. I've heard this uh this initial track that they've dropped, Meeting the Master. And uh, you know, it sounds like they're uh, they're 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 kind of trying to make it into their own thing now, so it doesn't sound so copycat. So anyway, if you're interested, check that out. Remember all the Motley Crue drama I talked about in last week's show? Well, that continues this week. The former Motley Crue guitarist Mick Mars has uh, sued the band. The band says that his lawsuit's bullshit and now and now the band's manager is accusing Mick Mars' representatives of elder abuse. Mars is 71 years old, which is significantly older than the other uh, three founding members of Motley Crue, whose ages range from 60 to 64. But they're claiming that his, uh, his playing had diminished significantly and that he was being manipulated by his representatives into taking legal action against his longtime band, while the band has continued to go on without him, touring and, uh, and apparently back in the studio working on new music, too. And all of that is surprising, because I've seen live video from some of the shows that they performed recently, and the lead singer, Vince Neil, uh, he's, he sounds like shit. And if I paid to go see that, I would want my money back. However, there are still artists from back in the day, back from the 80s, that, and they're still making music, and they're still sounding great. There are a ton of them. But, case in point for this particular story, Pet Shop Boys. The Pet Shop Boys have unveiled five new songs that they are going to release as an EP titled Lost. They will time the release of Lost to coincide with annually 2023, a 64-page photo book documenting their recent tour with new order. Additionally, they reveal that they are working on a brand new full-length album, their first since 2020, and that they will be touring the UK and Europe later this summer. British rock band Slowdive have completed new work on their first new album in six years. So the album is done, but we don't have a release date yet. I'll let you know as soon as we do. Some Bob Dylan news. Bob Dylan's Shadow Kingdom streaming concert is set for release. Following his one-night-only streaming event, Shadow Kingdom, in July of 2021, Rolling Stone asked of the concert, what happens to it after that? Does it just turn to dust and exist only in bootleg form? Will it be sold as a download? Will there be a soundtrack? Now we finally have our answer. Shadow Kingdom, recorded at a still-unknown venue and featuring Dylan reinterpreting over a dozen classics from his catalog, will be released as both a concert film and live album on June the 2nd. Shadow Kingdom is available to pre-order now. It will be released on both CD and as a double-vinyl LP, while the concert film itself will be available to download or rent digitally. Father John Misty has announced a Scott Walker tribute show in London. Uh, Scott Walker passed away in 2019, but he was an American-British singer-songwriter and uh, record producer who was known for his emotive voice and unorthodox stylistic path, which took him from being a teen pop icon in the 60s to an avant-garde musician in the 21st century. He is scheduled to perform this one-off show at the Barbican in London on May 19th. Mr. Bungle has announced a string of 2023 North American tour dates. They start off next month on the 11th, May the 11th, in Los Angeles, and they wrap up 9-15, September 15, in Detroit, Michigan. Supporting acts will include The Melvins and uh, Spotlights and Battles. Forgot Battles. Can't forget Battles. Tingo have unveiled a summer 2023 tour in support of their latest album, This Stupid World. Following a string of dates in the UK and Europe, the North American run kicks off on June the 9th in Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets for all those shows are on sale now. Peter Frampton is coming out of retirement for a 2023 U.S. tour. Uh, The Never Say Never tour will kick off in Ohio on June the 21st, and there's a string of dates across America from one side to the other. Uh, Tickets for those shows are now on sale via StubHub. Social Distortion has announced a summer 2023 tour and that they are prepping for a new album release in 2024. The legendary punk band will be hitting the road this summer uh, with support from The Bell Rays. This run of dates kicks off June 30th in uh, Canby, Oregon, and is scheduled through an August 9th show in Tucson, Arizona. Tickets are available now. See, I wasn't kidding when I said there's a shitload of tour news. This is like all tour news. SZA has expanded her 2023 world tour with 10 new shows in Europe and 21 more shows in North America. The European dates begin June 1st in Amsterdam and run through the 21st of June in uh, Dublin, while the North American portion resumes in uh, September the 20th in Miami and wraps up October 29th in Phoenix. Sting, I don't know if he was retired or not, but he has announced a 10-date tour. Uh, The tour is called My Songs Tour. Kicks off in North America this fall. This tour begins September 5th in Toronto and wraps on October 12th in Rogers, Arkansas. Apparently, there are 10 confirmed dates and more dates that are tentative. The confirmed dates include the Toronto and the Arkansas gigs I mentioned, as well as Boston, Vancouver, San Francisco, San Diego, and L.A. Uh, New potential shows to be announced in the future might also include Hollywood, Atlanta, Portland, Seattle, Reno, Dallas, Houston, and Austin. If those uh, shows are confirmed, they'll be announced at a later date. Once again, tickets are on sale now. We do not yet know who is going to replace the late, great Taylor Hawkins in Foo Fighters, but Foo Fighters have announced a tour that starts next month on the 24th in New Hampshire and runs through October, wraps up in El Paso, Texas. And on some of those dates anyway, um, they will be supported by the Breeders. So Again, they have not made an official announcement on who will be the replacement drummer for Taylor, but I guess we're going to find out as soon as next month when they hit the road. They also recently teased new music on their uh, Instagram account. They posted like a 12-second clip of a song that sounds uh, very, very rockin', very Foo Fighters. And uh, maybe later this year, we'll get new music from them as well. Long live the Foo's. And speaking of the Foo's, they are going to be joining Eddie Vedder, uh, as well as the Killers, to lead the Ohana Festival lineup this year. The festival returns to Dana Point, California, and uh, happens uh, September 29th through October 1st. It's going to be a killer festival. There's more than 35 artists performing. So in addition to Eddie Vedder, Foo Fighters, Killers, we're also going to see Haim, Father John Misty, Japanese Breakfast, Glenn Hansard, War on Drugs, The Pretenders, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Anyway, tons of great music. Those tickets are on sale right now as well. Everything's on sale right now. Go snatch them up. Get them while you can. Get them while they're hot. And I think that does it for our tour news. Jeez. It's a lot of tour news, right? Uh, Sadly, in other news, uh, Josh Shaka, the London Roots reggae legend whose sound system influenced generations of artists, producers, and DJs, died on Wednesday, April 12th, his management has confirmed. The cause of death was not provided. Also, sad to report, uh, Mark Sheehan, who played lead guitar for the alt-pop group The Script, died uh, Friday, this past Friday, after a brief illness. The band announced the news on Facebook. He was 46 years old. In this week's Z-Rex, I'm highlighting Illiterate Light, the band Illiterate Light. Uh, Jeff Gorman of Illiterate Light recently started a new substack and was uh, kind enough to shout me out because I'm the one that turned him on to uh, the greatest platform to come along since ever. Please go and follow Jeff and listen to Illiterate Light. You can find the link to his substack in the newsletter and the show notes. It's Jeff Gorman. JeffGorman.substack.com And uh, Illiterate Light is touring right now in support of their new album, Sunburned. And uh, I have an electrified performance of one of their songs, Light Me Up, which was recorded live at the Jefferson Theater. There's a, a YouTube embed in the show notes in the newsletter, so be sure to check that out. Before we get into this week's new releases and the upcoming releases, we're going to take one quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of missing new music releases by the artists and bands you love? Music Butler sends you an email to let you know when the musicians you love release music, whether that be new full-length albums, shorter EPs, or even new singles. Services like Apple Music or Spotify don't always notify you of album releases on time, and they don't show upcoming releases for your favorite musicians, but Music Butler does. You can automatically import artists from your Apple Music, Spotify, or Last.fm accounts, or you can manually follow your favorites. It's free to try it out for 30 days. Music Butler takes all the effort out of staying current. Stop missing out on new releases and sign up for a free trial of Music Butler today at musicbutler.io. A lot of great new music dropped this past week. Angel Olsen's new EP Forever Means is out. Chatpile Pile has new music out. Feist's new album Multitudes is out. Fruit Bats, Go Go Penguin, Kirsten Blue released a new single. Uh, Metallica's new album 72 Seasons is out. Mickey Sunshine's Mickey Sellout Part 1 EP, the first of three they will be releasing this year, is now out. Uh, Natalie Merchant's new album, The Tallest Man on Earth's new album, and Bloom, of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, has a new single out called Night Dream, which is dreamy as hell. So please check all those out. Links to listen on your streaming platform of choice are included in the newsletter. The Release Radar has all of our upcoming releases that we're highlighting and going to be talking about coming up over the next 30 days. We're going to see releases from Everything But The Girl, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Twin Ritual out of San Diego. My friends there, they're releasing their first full-length LP Glenn Matlock of the Sex Pistols has a new solo album coming out, as does Smokey Robinson. Steven Stills is releasing a Live from Berkeley concert in 1971. Taj Mahal has a new album coming out, The Damned, The National, Duran Jones, Ed Sheeran, Jenny Owen Youngs, The Lemon Twigs, Olivia Jean, Subtract, Squirrel, Allison Goldfrapp, Daft Punk, Dropkick Murphys, Esben and the Witch, Madison McFerrin, Moby, Incredible music coming out. Everybody be on the lookout for those, and I will talk about all of them as they are released. We have now arrived at our final section on this date, Musical Happenings of Historical Significance. Today, April 17th, birthdays include Roy Estrada, bassist with Frank Zappa and a founding member of Little Feet, Jan Hammer, Michael Cimbello, Pete Shelley of Buzzcocks, Maynard James Keenan of Tool, Perfect Circle, and Pucifer, Liz Fair and drummer Matt Chamberlain. Oh, and Redman's birthday today. Also on this date in 2009, Morrissey walked off stage during his set at the Coachella Festival in California after declaring he could, quote, smell burning flesh. The committed vegetarian took offense to the smell coming from nearby barbecues. April 18th, birthdays include producer Paul Rothschild, drummer Clyde Stubblefield, and Greg Eklund, drummer for Everclear. Also on April 18th of 2013, Storm Thorgerson, whose album cover artwork includes Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, died at the age of 69. And on April 18th in 2013, Public Enemy became the fourth hip-hop act inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The other acts that preceded them were Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Ron DMC, and the Beastie Boys. Other 2013 inductees included Rush, Hart, The Late Great, Blues Master, Albert King, Donna Summer, and Randy Newman. Birthdays for April 19th. Uh, We celebrate the birthday of producer-engineer Eddie Kramer, Bernie Worrell, American keyboardist and composer, best known as a founding member of Parliament Funkadelic, and for his work with the Talking Heads. Tim Curry celebrates birthday, and Suge Knight. Also, on April 19th in 2012, drummer, singer, and multi-instrumentalist Levon Helm of the band died of cancer at the age of 71. That same day, in uh, 2021, Jim Steinman, producer-songwriter famous for his work on Meatloaf's "Bat Out of Hell album, he passed away at the age of 73. April 20th birthdays include Luther Vandross, Mikey Welsh, bassist of Weezer, Stephen Marley from Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers, and on that same date in 1971, five friends at San Rafael High School in California coined the term 420 as a euphemism for smoking pot. April twentieth became a popular day to spark one up, as does the time 4:20 p.m. Fans of the Grateful Dead helped spread the phrase. The Boston song "Smokin'" clocks in at four minutes and twenty seconds, and if you multiply the title numbers in Bob Dylan's "Rainy Day Women," number twelve and number thirty-five, you get four hundred and twenty. So you know, if you smoke 'em, if you got 'em, smoke 'em. If you got 'em, uh, whatever. April 21st birthdays include James Osterberg, a.k.a. Iggy Pop, who was born on that date in 1947. He will be turning 76 years young. Paul Davis celebrates a birthday. Michael Timmons, guitarist of Cowboy Junkies. Robert Smith of The Cure. And John Marr, drummer of Buzzcocks. On that same date in 2016, uh, the guitarist Lonnie Mack died, and on that same date, April 21st in 2016, we lost Prince. Prince was found dead at his Paisley Park estate in Minnesota. He was 57 years young. Lastly, on April 23rd, we celebrate the birthday of Roy Orbison and of uh, Ray Burns, otherwise known as Captain Sensible, of The Damned. That same day, April 23rd in 1976, Ramones released their eponymous debut album. That same day in 1988, Roy Orbison celebrated his 52nd birthday at a Springsteen concert, during which the entire audience sang Happy Birthday to him. That same day in 1991, Johnny Thunders died of a drug overdose. And lastly, April 23rd of 1995, Peter Hodgson from Liverpool found a tape in his attic containing 16 of the Beatles' earliest recordings made in 1959. The tape included Hello, Little Girl, a Lennon-McCartney composition that the Beatles never recorded, and a cover of Ray Charles' Hallelujah I Love Her So. The sessions had been made on a reel-to-reel recorder that Hodgson's father had lent to Paul McCartney. What a story that is. I never find cool stuff like that, but I did find a $10 bill blowing around the parking lot of a CVS one time. Hey, everybody, that's going to do it for me and another week of the Zappagram podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast and the newsletter, please consider backing Zappagram with a paid subscription. Zappagram.com. You can contribute either on a monthly or an annual basis. The mother of all music podcasts and newsletters can only keep going and growing as a direct result of your generous support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back week after week. And uh, thanks for subscribing. I will see you guys again next week. Please be good to one another. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And be careful out there. It's crazy world, kids. See you next week.